the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. Uh, pretty much immediate post-match reaction to Crystal Palace's 2-1 defeat away at Stamford Bridge this evening. Uh, I'm told we haven't done a pod for a long time, Luke, so um, how do we start this with apologies? <laughs> well, no, you haven't done a pod for I a long time, bro. I haven't done a bruv. pod, all right. You know, some of us have been dedicated, been, been crossing the North Sea, been uh, you know doing things for our listeners out there. Some of us just uh, haven't been bothered, so, uh, but we're back with some Palace content, so I'm sure the uh, the... English-based listeners will appreciate this one. I hope so. Well, after a, a 2-1 defeat away, uh, it's always cathartic to have a mm. listen to a podcast discussing um, Palace's uh, performance or otherwise, I guess. so. And you can do that after listening to this. You can, there you go. Whatever you're doing while you're listening to this. So uh, you could do it during the listening, couldn't you? So, um, yeah, 2-1 away. Um, yeah, from the from the performance perspective, Luke, what what are you what are you taking away from that? I don't think it was that bad, if I'm honest. I I really don't think the the result reflects the performance that Palace put in. I mean, I haven't I haven't looked at the stats. You're you're Mr. Statman. I know you're Mr. BBC Sports, so you can tell me how many stats, or how many shots on target Palace had against Chelsea. But I'm sure, I mean, from just from memory. Or just from my my own recollection, that Palace must have had more than than Chelsea actually in that game. Uh, I thought there we go. Uh, shots on target: Palace five, Chelsea four, thirteen to their nine. There we go. They're more possession and more corners. But no, I, I I thought that we looked the more threatening and as strange that is to say, given Palace's sort of profligate uh, appearance in front of goal uh, as of late, but. I really think that that had a, a draw written away over it, and Palace were the more likely to make the breakthrough. Breakthrough, if I'm honest. Well, certainly before the before the the, the second goal and the penalty, mm. which we'll come to. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I thought that the first half kind of was a much of a muchness, really. Um, obviously, uh, Chelsea's uh, goal came as it did, and Palace's equaliser just before the stroke half time was time to score, as they always say, right? Um, is there ever a bad time to score? That's the question. But yeah, you know, the best time to score. Let's be honest. Yeah. Well, better, better, to, better to score at the end and win. But so um, yeah, it, it, second. It was really all about second half, really that game. And I'm, I'm with you. I felt Palace were um, definitely the more uh, progressive in possession in that second half period, and a couple of moments where you know Mateta got through and beat the offside trap, um, sort of overpowered and outpowered the, the defender. Um, some good good moments from sort of the middle of the park with Elise playing as well and obviously Schluppi coming on later on and, and sort of putting a shift in um, so yeah I guess it's kind of a bit of a sour taste and I guess the reaction to the game will be one of mixed from Palace fans those who kind of see the context of it um, and those who feel there's time for a need for a change the problem being bruv is that reaction to any sort of game tonight and these sort of social media is going to be very reactionary and it's going to be very Palace have lost. A reaction, a reactionary reaction. Reactionary reaction. It will be no, it will be, wouldn't it? It will be, it will be not taking the whole context of the situation. And I appreciate that the Palace haven't won a game since the victory away at Burnley. I want to say, which was end of November um, or mid-November. I think that's going to be eight games now. And then prior to that, it was the Man United game. 
And the problem being, as is also, is that the vast majority of Palace fans don't go to away games as well. So our home form has, has been a, an issue here. Yeah. I appreciate this is without outside the context of this because this was another away game. But Palace need to pick up results. And we have gone through a period of the season where there are many games in a short period of time. The season's fixture list is truncated. And, you know, Palace have had a good run of results. And let's be honest. But, you know, but for the last minute goal against uh, Liverpool, we'll be talking about a point. The Brighton game was another point. Um, we won't, unless we say about Bournemouth at home, the better, I think. But I, I, I just, yeah... <sighs> Bournemouth for home is the one that stands out from those. Those it was such a poor performance. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing I think I'm looking at is the performances, and you, know, you look at what the, the the players that the coaching team have got to work with and what they get out of them. I'm not sure we could have asked for much more from them tonight. And and similarly in those games you just mentioned, the Liverpool one, mm-hmm. you say a point, it could even be a victory actually if mm-hmm. we had 11 people on the pitch and. Yeah. You know the 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 Brighton game. You know there were opportunities there for Palace. It kind of ebbed and flowed that one. Could easily have gone the other way. So I think if you look at it in in the round in that respect, then you know the the performances are are there. It's it's more that clinical sort of touch, the the luck going your way, and those are the fine lines and margins which give you or turn defeats or draws and or draws into into victories. I think that's what's kind of hitting us at the minute, isn't it? That's what's co- co- costing us and causing us um, the the sort of less um, positive trajectory in the league. Let's not forget, bruv, that Liverpool Football Club, who are, I'm pretty sure, are they top of the league at the moment? I'm pretty sure they are. Have not, against Palace, did not have a shot on target yeah. with Palace when they had the Liverpool in the pitch. Had Palace kept the Liverpool in the pitch, they would have won the game. I, I, am, I would I'd have put my mortgage on that. Seriously, I, 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 that would have been... A, a home and dry victory for Palace that Liverpool did not look like threatening at all and Palace against Brighton as well Palace I think looked really good and obviously were outdone by an outstanding uh, header by, by Danny Welbeck with about 10 minutes to go and today look I must admit you're going to, have to remind me of the first goal it must be them Guinnesses I can't remember what the Chelsea's first goal was but I do remember Crystal Palace equaliser and we need to again shout out Chris Richards for oh, his mate, pressing as well that he did against Brighton which resulted in the goal he did it against Chelsea which resulted in the goal with that fantastic challenge uh, credit also to Jordan Ayew for picking out Michael Lise uh, returning the favour for, for the uh, the game last Thursday when it was the way round wasn't it but um, it really was a sight to behold for Chris Palace fans. It was a fantastic Chris Palace goal. Yeah, and and Chris Richards' tackle, as you alluded to, was was something out there, wasn't it? There's was a few tackles tonight that you and I looked at and thought, yeah, it's a proper tackle. Yeah. And there was Chelsea players uh, rolling around the floor. Klein's one against Modric, wasn't it? About yeah. 70 minutes, wasn't he? Where he ended up going off the pitch. Well, he it took was him a, off. It was <laughs> took him off. Did they do it off? Yeah, I, I think so. that was a perfectly firm challenge. Yeah, what's the game coming to? Yeah, it, well, that's that's a different conversation, isn't it? But yeah, it was a it was a strong performance in that respect from Palace, and I do I do say it, it's fine margins here, and it mm. could be a very different conversation, very different result. And, and you know, it, all it would have taken for one of those chances in that sort of twenty minute spell or so before the penalty to 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 go in, and we're talking about a very resolute, you know, classic away Palace performance, you know, quick smash and grab, whatever they call it, and it's those lines at the minute, those fine lines and margins that are costing us, and it's a shame because it's been a difficult run of games over the Christmas period, the Liverpool's, the Brighton's in there, and others, 
and even Bournemouth, you know, we played them when they were on form as well. It's it's not been, you know, we've not played anyone who's not singing from a positive song or song sheet or shouldn't be at the top somewhere. I just remembered a second point to my duo of points earlier, which I forgot. You were talking about performances and you just touched it again there. And people are making uh, connections between this run of form, Crystal Palace losing, you know, or only winning one game in eight, versus Patrick, Patrick Vieira's run before he got the sack. The one thing I would say the difference would be the performances. I yeah. think the Palace, of, Palace as a team perform it, performing very differently and therefore you cannot directly compare the two. You can, you can compare the, the results, of yeah. course, and, and and maybe it may may come down to that, but I do not think that the performances represent uh, the results. And as the cliche always is, if you put in those performances, the results will come. And I, I do think that Palace as a team are performing better than the, the points total and the results that are coming out of it, if I'm honest. Well, that's why it feels a bit of a shame, doesn't it, for yeah. these this recent run of um, results against the, the stronger teams in the, in the league or the informed teams in the league, that it's very close to Palace of turning some of those around and being very different outcomes and a very different, therefore, reaction um, from certain aspects uh, of the fan base. And I can understand it, like you alluded to earlier, you know, there's a concern there that it's only going one way. Mm -hmm. But I don't believe, like you just said, that the performances reflect that. And, and you could see, you know, a few a few chances going our way here and there or a penalty decision going our way versus against us so on and so forth and yeah. it could be very very different and I think I think this is an interesting dynamic for Parish and the board to sort of tang untangle here which is stick or twist if you like in some ways you know I strongly believe that give Roy the right players and he'll get the results and he's dealing with a depleted squad he's dealing with a thin a thin bunch of players to pick from um, and he's getting what he can out of them but there's only so much you can do from the coaching perspective it's then down to 11 people on the pitch I think it's also the fact that Roy's got a very no-nonsense approach to press conferences and he will say things without any filter and that mm -hmm. pisses some people off sometimes mm -hmm. because he will tell things the way it is um, which which people aren't used to people are, are used to the sort of the, the, the media-driven robotic responses which to be honest with you, nobody really enjoys watching those press conferences. I'd rather see someone a bit of personality. But look, I mean, we come back to again to January and things like that. That that you say stick or twist. I I I fail to see the upside or the positive in changing manager now to bring someone else in January, given the fact that the manager doesn't actually impact too much on the on the transfers being made. It's done by the director of football, who may well be on his way to Man United. We don't know, but you know. I, I really don't see the merit in, in making any sort of change now. I don't feel that um, given our current squad, a manager, a different manager could do better with that. I might be wrong. Um, you know, we always talk about a new manager bounce, this and the other, but I do think, oh, blimey, that's a strong challenge, isn't it? Sorry, watching Everton, Man City. Yeah. Um, who was that? Tarvoski. Yeah, the ex Burnley bloke, isn't it? Yeah. I think right the, 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 diff, the difference in the point about the manager slash coach situation is it's not a a what it's a who mm -hmm. so there's a what in the sense as a manager or a coach and yes okay you could say that that person could have an impact but then you comes back to that person being a who and who is that person and you know there doesn't seem to be a credible person available 
that we could name anyway who you'd like to come in and be Crystal Palace manager it's not change for change's sake is it that's, that's the thing which it tends to be the sort of the narrative that we're getting these days and, and we talked about fine margins as well Rob like let's talk about that Chelsea penalty because I've watched it a couple of times back and if I were, if it was that way around I would want it to be a penalty but if had it not be given I'd also think that my attack had stopped and then thrown himself over a stationary leg and I, I think it's a hard one to sort of defend from my point of view but if you've not played the game it's it's it's, it's difficult to to argue the point but I just think that someone who stops running and he's bought that penalty I think it is a penalty but he's bought it so I'm kind of disappointed in that sense what are your point views on that one uh, I can see it two way I think I can understand how from the attacker's perspective the leg is in his way and it's blocked his trajectory or his direction of travel and therefore it's a obstruction and you know a foul and therefore you can see how it could be given as a penalty I think similarly you can see that as Eze's gone towards as has gone towards the ball, he's sort of stopped and realised there's going to be an issue there, and therefore moved sort of, well, tried to move away from the the the, the direction of the player, but he's kind of too late by that point. So, I kind of have the line, bruv, that I think it's a soft one, but I do think it was a penalty. It's just a shame. I think the the point that you're making was if it was the other way around, it was a Crystal Palace player. Would it have been a penalty? That's that's the discussion point. Well, this is the thing that we live in the binary world these days. So I'm going to say to you, you're a Palace fan. It's a way round. Is it a penalty? What if I'm a Palace fan? A way so, round. What if I'm a Palace fan and I want it to be a penalty from my side? Yeah, of course I'm oh, shouting for it. Yeah, of course, okay. of course. And that's why I say, I, if I see it from the, the the Chelsea perspective, I think it's a penalty as well. So yeah, I think it's a penalty. It's just a, it's it's a soft one. It's an unfortunate one. It's one it's it's one that doesn't get given if it is a VAR. Is it? And they, that's it's one you don't get if you're at Old Trafford and you're the way the away team. <laughs> let's yeah, be honest. Absolutely. Well, let, let's be realistic. Though. The, the referee didn't give it to start with, did he? So it's no. a VAR thing that comes into play, and then you get into discussion about you know VAR going for every minutiae decision. Yeah. Yeah. But, but they also, you look at there was before that a goal they gave, but it was offside. So you know that could have been two one by that point, couldn't it? I think again, both of those chances for me were against the dominant. Uh, uh, portion of play which yeah. was with Palace at those points yeah. and that's I guess that's where it, that's where I get frustrated by it that you know I, I'm for Roy I think that he works with what he, he's, he's got and I think in January if they brought some other players in that were better than some of the ones he's got now he'd use those and you get better outcomes I also think that we've gone through a run of is it four games whatever it is where we played some very very difficult and informed uh, opposition and therefore, I didn't expect much in terms of results. I kind of looked at tonight and thought we'd draw. I yeah. said to you, on, when we were walking back here from the pub, I said to you, one all. I said, one all, I think that'd be a good result for Palace. And then you move on and you push on for a, hopefully a home win on Saturday. Because I said four points out of these two games. What's unfortunate is that we haven't got anything from tonight. What You, you, you thought we'd get? You thought we'd na- nick something tonight, didn't you? Well, I said 2-1. Yeah. D- didn't specify which way. So <laughs> this hope Bet365 Bet- also see it that way. And give him my money, um, but no. Look, I, yeah, I, I thought Palace were going to nick it. I thought the way it was set up, I wasn't convinced by Chelsea over the last few weeks. I've not been convinced by the way they've been playing. I thought that they were there, not there for the taking, but they were there for, as an opportunity for for Crystal Palace to to get three points today. And mm. look, it really makes Saturday even more important. Now, Palace have a a Brentford team coming to them, who, I, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to know know too much about Brentford's form, but that's that's a game that. 
I'm highlighting Palace to get get three points out, if I'm honest. Um, and I guess given tonight's result, that becomes even more prevalent. Well, it's it? a home game, isn't it? And this is where we have to use the home games and the old given sort. Our, of... Getting our home form is so great. No, what <laughs> I mean by that is is that Palace are in a uh, I the term siege mentality you've used before. Yeah. You know, Palace are in a position now where they need points, and therefore the twelfth man comes into play. You know, the 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 crowd the best crowd in the league it comes into play and that's where we have to use that to advantage and that's why the home games are important here. yes the historically uh, historic home performance hasn't been great but it's about what you where you go from here it needs to be that bro, doesn't it yeah. let's be honest because there are there are some sort of negative elements of the Palace fan base some people who are very fed up with watching Palace at the moment and I understand that you know people want to see the team win and pick up points and getting one win in eight games is not going to you know encourage a lot of people but if you can see past the results and see the performances put the, see the efforts that put in the people that Chris Richards Marco Lise Jean-Flick Matetu I think has been outstanding in the last few games as well um, you know it doesn't mean just because they're not getting the results doesn't mean they're not playing well if you can support those players support the team as a whole uh, and really get behind a team that's going to make a hell of a more positive difference than booing at half time if Palace have down against Brentford and it's hope that like you say, Palace do uh, Palace fans do uh, adopt that siege mentality and, and make it work for them. Um, the same way Everton have. I've been watching Everton, Man City now, and since that points deduction, we've seen a hell of a lot of you know a- atmosphere at Goodison Park and, and the fans really helping um, Everton fans get behind Everton, Everton get behind a team. Um, albeit whilst they're losing two one to Man City now, you know I'm sure that they will admit a few of their results recently has been to, been down to that sort of siege mentality and. When the chips are down, you need every help you can get, don't you? Well, it's an, it's an onwards and upwards thing, isn't it? You know, and today is disappointing the outcome. I, I do believe that the performance on the pitch was, particularly second half, was was positive. But I think it's kind of where you go from here. And I think from Palace's perspective, it's where it's kind of been. It's gone. It's one of those ones where, you know, a point would have been good, I think, to take from tonight, but we didn't get that. Um, it's now all about Saturday. It's all about getting behind the team and and hopefully picking a more positive result out with that strong performance to go with it. I would say tonight is yet another one of those pods where we've had some questions of our listeners. And we do we do have a few a few come in, um, and we haven't answered them again, uh, which is a bit of a shame. And uh, mainly because we've covered them already in the points uh, that we have discussed. Um, so please do keep sending them in, keep in contact. And you can do that. How, Matthew? Oh, so it's at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, as always as always yeah thank you for those who have messaged in um, we had three questions one from Kevin one from Tom and one from Emma um, all about the sort of second half performance um, and, and actually interestingly Emma picked up on you know how sort of close it was to Palace coming out with a very different result tonight so um, so yeah as you say we, we forgot to sort of name as we went through um, going to sort of put that down to the uh, agile nature of this pot and do it straight afterwards and the tisky with your uh, yeah your questionable beer selection as well so yeah th- thanks everyone for, for listening in uh, again apologies for the, the delay or the lack of pods uh, we will strive to uh, do our bit and get behind um, Palace uh, in this uh, period um, in our contributions of the of the pods so uh, so yeah we'll try and do our bit in that respect but yeah thank you everyone for for listening thank you for uh, all uh, the engagement and input um, as always um, and I've said always always uh, a few times now so let's do it properly as always up, up the, the palace, palace. 
The Six Pointer Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,